two of the Vampire Special, we're back. We are back. Same, we are back. And same we're, guys still around. We're, we're thirsty for blood. Yeah? Mm. Want some blood? blood? And, uh, Do you want some blood? Gluten-free Peroni. Gluten free blood. And Maynard Bassett's creepy chews. Gotta be careful how you say that. Chews. Yeah, have, have <laughs> one, Tom. Have one of them. Uh, quite good. It's like a. I'm not quite ready for my sweets. I'm going to score for my savouries first. How dare you! <laughs> no, we've got lots of sweets uh, stuff. We've got hob hob. hob oh, that was sponsored crisps. Sponsored by Hobgoblin Crisps, which were brewery crisps. Which Ross, we mentioned on like episode three or something daft like that ages ago. I would love Hobgoblin, which I always let's, did. Let's crack them open and, and we'll see what they taste like. Mm. We've also got some um, green green apple flavour popcorn. Bet you that's minging. That's gonna be lifting. Got some uh, bats and webs crisps. Oh, we've got them at home. Terrifyingly tasty. We've also got some uh, Haribo Scare Mix, some Vampire Fangs, because last year they drove you crazy, Ross, if you recall. Starburst Fruit Chews Trick or Treat. We've got uh, uh, Chocolate Eyeballs. Mounting it up. Chocolate Halloween Pumpkin Balls. I feel like I might be a type 2 diabetes by the end of this <laughs> podcast. Oh, I'm um, not opening it. I'm going to fucking just, smash through these sweets. This is like. just to show you what I've got. These are uh, not for you. Passes the popcorn over. That does not sound tasteful. Well, do you want to try some hop? Yeah, can you I'm allergic to them. Okay. I'll, I'll pop this here. This is a lovely bit of podcast. Ooh. Yeah, sorry, okay. gang. You might want to skip forward. Oh, my God. I'm not sure that. Hmm. Tastes like cumin. The problem with me with crisps is cumin, cumin. I get addicted by crisps. <laughs> I'm tucking I'm in this, uh, ooh, apple-flavoured popcorn. Can you let Ross go first? How do you feel about those? Uh, These are fucking lush. Yeah. What are the roast beef crisps? Steak, something in it. Oh, spit roast steak. <laughs> that sounds like that, that sounds like an instruction. Spit roast <laughs> steak. That's what you would do to a vampire. Sexy vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Spit roast. Spit roast steak. Steak. I think they'd make oh. great crisp sandwiches. Ooh. Take them away though, because I'll just eat fucking them. mustard in them. <laughs> it tastes like a bit of mustard. Yeah. Just there, if you want them, Ross. Well, you tell me what you think. Well, I'll eat it before you tell us or after. It tastes like popcorn. The last. All right. <laughs> it tastes a bit like a, a bit like rainbow drops. It's green. Oh. It smells like popcorn. No. Nah. Um, oh, God. I don't bit, like that. It's about like sick. It's just rainbow drops, isn't it? Chemical, yeah. chemical yeah. sick. It's like it. It's like fucking unicorn piss. It's That's a bad weird. combination, man. Yeah, who the fuck decided this was a good idea? I'm going right. to eat it all, though. Don't when I look at this, and my wife will take it right the fuck off. So she's been, what she's been saying all week is like, oh, so I'm gonna get some sweets and some treats on Friday. Right, so like, oh, by the way, it's Friday the thirteenth. Oh, that's what we're recording. I mean, you know, I mean, sorry, it's the Halloween, but really, you know, that's not feasible. So yeah, it's Friday the thirteenth. What a scary, scary day to record a podcast on. I know. What we're thinking? Well, it's not scary. <clears throat> Surely something could go wrong. Hope it not. Is definitely recording. <laughs> What's it's your favorite scary movie? Starburst fruit shoes, trick or treat, right? Shall we do this? Shall we play this game? Oh, we're playing trick and or treat. Right, go on. I hear random that popcorn. So oh, you got a sweet him. Oh, well, you could you, you get. Oh, got you, got you. Ooh. Get a sweet one or sour. We'll do it all at the same time, Ross. You're not putting a hole in putting your knob in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> again. Not again. Yeah, not that again. <laughs> right, okay. Are we going I'm, in? I'm having difficulty getting. <laughs> I'm, I, I am. The sound of two people unwrapping sweets. Old man. 
This could be the next competition. <laughs> well, that's for the rest of my ideas. <laughs> Community <laughs> challenges, eat a fucking chili, and don't cry. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Go Three. Um, Maybe climbing calm down properly. No. I got um I think this is meant to be sour. Mine's sour. Is yours actually sour? Yeah, really sour. Alright, man, sweet then. No, mine's nice. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, yeah, nice. I like it. <laughs> you know, face I like it. The face tells <laughs> a thousand uh, words. I'm actually having it. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Please tell us. Oh, I can listen back. Yeah. It was nothing against you. Just against it. Thousands of others. <laughs> Millions. Oh, I don't know. It's getting a bit sour now. But I don't know. I mean... That, I think that's second, just because it's sat in the bag. Two second noble Waiting to drown. Two second noble fruit to me. Mmm, 90s ref. Thanks. Where did you get them crisps from, Thomas? Uh, little. Oh, While stocks last. I think I'll be going there. Was it Little? Aldi. Better than the supermarket. If I go there and they're not there. Ooh. They made it was Aldi, but it did say while stocks last. <laughs> So they've obviously got a fucking shitload in, man. Mm-hmm. But they've put the hobgoblin crisps out just there. We've got our left. That was one of the Julie, Julie from from Albrecht Discount. Right, I'm really trying to get through this sweep. It's taken you fucking ages. Stop me too. What we'll do in this episode, Tom? We're going to play a game. I'm going to play a game. What play am I playing? A night hunter on the Amiga. On the Amiga. Why didn't you pick the one on the uh, master system? Because then you wouldn't have load times and such like. The reason is because it's an Ubisoft game and it's very similar to last year's choice of zombie. Mm-hmm. Ah. Now, but when I say very similar, it, the UI looks a bit the same. Um, so that's why I chose that one because I thought it it linked in the, nicely. Is that the game that was made by Capcom but 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 published by Ubisoft? I don't know. I don't know. We're also going to talk about I... some <laughs> some other shit while we play that game. It's going to be a kind of game and chat, and then we're going to talk about films. So shall we crack on? <laughs> Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> we're going to play a game. Simon, what are you looking at? So, the screen for Night Hunter. Uh, I'll go from left to right. Top left, there's a little uh, mouse bat. It's a bat that definitely looks a lot like a mouse. Mouse. There's um, a man with a stake and a hammer. A purpose? A stake and a purpose? He's ripped. Isn't he? He is ripped. Those jeans, look at those knee pads. Uh, Dead centre, there is a vampire sucking on a lady's neck. And, like uh, you know you do. To his right, there is uh, a, a grumpy old priest waving a crucifix. And it looks like a one-up heart in his arm, under his arm, doesn't it? But I think it's, it's a, a book. Bible. It's a what Bible. book with that? Oh, Bible. Bible. Um, I think it's a box of chocolates that was a little, for the woman. There's, but an he's eagle, found out. there's an eagle above him, but also at, atop the building there is some little scary guys. Crows. So what we're meant to do here? Game over. <laughs> immediately, immediately over. Press you you had a good go though. Entering level zero one, ambitious. Reckon there's going to be ninety nine levels, do you? Please wait. I've got ninety nine um, levels and a. <laughs> hmm. Vampire is definitely one of them. Because it would be a bit rubbish if it wasn't vampiric. Yeah, so this is an Amiga. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Amiga experience. Yeah, please wait. Have you pre- 
Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. We have lift off. What's happening so, now? I am. Oh, hello. So I'm the vampire. I love the animation. Do you feel that pentagram that's above his coffin is the wrong way around? Ooh, what you picked up? I've got a key. Is it the wrong way around? Yeah, it's a friendly vampire. Uh, should it be upside pentagram? down? Pentagram. Should the point be at the bottom? Like that. Ah, right. If anyone it's the devil's face. Oh, you yes. can draw the devil, it's his oh, look at two this. horns. Okay. So, I can't fire anything. Whoa, how'd they get in there? Huh. <laughs> well, you definitely fucking showed them, didn't you? So, you what can duck. Uh, I highly recommend. Oh, there's a potion on that windowsill. But I can't jump or get up there. If they, And I hate this band, but if this this particular vampire had a soundtrack, it would be, I'm pretty fly for a vampire, that sort of thing. Like the way he's walking. Yeah. You've seen him. Like, he's he's cocky. Like, now, I had a quick go of it, and you can turn into a bat. Uh-huh. And I don't know how I did it. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, that, look at his feet. Fucking hell, you turned into so a bat. So for um, listeners, you've just turned into a wolf. wolf. Definite wolfie. Oh, and you turned back. Now, just did you do that? Or do you think you yeah, just did, did it yourself? Boop. Oh. oh. I can't pick this fucking potion up. None of these buttons is it space do anything. Or something? No, space no. pause. Is it? Space is pause. I, I haven't got a punch button or anything. Like Try these... again. Like none of these buttons do anything. There's only one button on the um, Amiga. There we go. Look. Oh, Look right, yeah. So you probably got, you probably got to hold the button and then press left, right, up, down, or something to do other things. Upsy, downsy, lefty, righty. So hold it and then press up, maybe. Like press. Oh, there we go. So I turn into a fucking vampire again. Wolfie. Wolf. <laughs> I'm gonna be dead in a second. Well, you're already dead because you're. Oh. Ah. oh, you're definitely dead now. So. Then. Right. Why is that witch? Hit, like... you, can, you can hit the witch and she does something. That's, that was probably like an Easter. An you Easter know the rank. thing about the witches? Like, she's just flying around Oof. through walls. Yeah. Well, she's not got a care in the world, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can. yes. Well, that was weird. Ah, right. So the blue bar there represents my, your power. My animal energy. Yeah. I would... Uh, Go and find another bat to have oh, sex with. No. See, you've made no progress. <laughs> oh, nice, nice reference, Ross, to earlier on in the episode. Thank you. I, I fear that's something we wouldn't want to relive. <laughs> I can't open no, it so it bat. Hmm, that's weird, isn't it? You'd think the upper level having a fucking door. It would let me... Oh, oh the little out, prick. Watch out for the crucifix, like... Nice, nice job. I don't understand why vampires find crucifixes. Like, why does that ward them off? I mean, they, I guess they're mildly satanic. Yeah, but if if you were, if I was a vampire and I'm an atheist and I died, would I find would I have a problem with crucifixes? Would you? I've done it again. I mean, mm-hmm. would you? Do you I think you know. would? I would have like a problem with like a picture of Wait Jeremy a so Kyle. Or the, these guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> these guys just Jeremy do... Kyle is a god for some people. Mm. They just don't give a fuck about me. No, they just rock. Oh, because they? I reckon I like the background. They'll only care if yeah. I'm a. Do you think that the sun's going to rise at some point? The background, the way it yeah, scrolls, the is really good. Parallax scrolling, isn't it? Isn't it? There's a key. Uh, yeah. You picked up, up a key though. before in your objects. 
I Hello? think that wolf, like, unintentionally co- comedic. Look you know when um, in cartoons, I remember cartoons, uh-huh. when uh, the wolf would do the wolf whistle. In fact, in the mask it happens where he's, uh-huh. he's uh-huh. Missed, Yeah, he looks like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he saw a, a, a very attractive young lady. So Simon, I know you're playing this game, but would you be able to multitask and tell us a little bit about Destiny 2, do you think? Yeah, so, obviously, as we discussed in my first ever episode, I was uh, big on the old Destiny, um, sank hundreds of hours into that game, and... There's another key up on that chest of drawers at the top. I don't know. Oh, there we go. Do you press ah. diagonal to go? No, I pressed B and forward. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> and then it... So obviously I was very Ooh. much ready for. Is that a bong? Oh, you prick! Oh, prick! How did you fuck? Fuck off! Fires faster than whatever he fancies. Never ending arrows. And um, yeah, so I was very excited for. Oh, that was unfair. Oh, this is bullshit. So I was very excited for the the release of Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, does anyone else want to go? Yeah, I'll have a go. Um. So, just right and B is uh, to bat. The left and B is the werewolf. I think the sun's up. Yeah. That's fine with me. What's happening, Ross? I died. Oh. Destiny Press 2, Press the sorry. any key. Yeah, so obviously I was very excited for Destiny 2 to be released, and there was very much a, a feeling of the old gang getting back together, everyone who was Destiny 1 player who dropped off, including myself, was very much ready to be back for Destiny 2. And the game, despite being almost identical, they have no new ideas. They've, they've slightly changed some things, but not in a, a huge way. Um, they've made it much more accessible for casual players. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, obviously the kind of the thing about Destiny 1 was that it was such a time sink. Um, and you could go on and oh, yeah. it was... You can bite people on the neck. And can you? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can do that. Oh, sweet. Watch this guy. So. It's going to get really close to you, Sam. Really oh, close. you fucking had him there, mate. And did you turn? Are you saying? I did bite him. Oh, oh he's just crumbled it. pretty good. Oh, I'm scared. He's good at that game, mate. <laughs> oh, proper clocker. <laughs> But yeah, they've they've changed the so one of the kind of big issues with Destiny One was the economy. There were so many different currencies, and everything did a different thing, and everyone was kind of only worked with one vendor. And they've done but that guy used to just rock up every week and stuff. Yeah, so they've done pretty much exactly the same thing again, uh, but with less thought. In that now each thing that you do gives you tokens. And then you use the tokens to rank up each vendor. And then once you've ranked up a vendor, they give you a prize. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had it since release date. So that was like September the 6th or something. Um, so we're a month and a week away from it being released. And I have completed the game, yeah. essentially. Uh, all three of my characters are at max level. I've done the raid, which is vastly uninteresting. Um, Does it change every week though the raids? No, it's the same. The raid is uh, the night. So the nightfall, which is the other kind of end game challenge, changes week on week, and it's got different kind of modifiers. Uh, but they've changed the nightfall. So last year, Destiny One, when the nightfall started, you couldn't wipe it as a team. You couldn't all die. You'd mm-hmm. get kicked to orbit, 
and you'd have to start again. Then they changed that so that you could die, but that you had like a 30 second wait time to be revived. Um, and you would just wipe as if it was a normal game and just kind of checkpointed. In what I've done in Destiny 2 is they've made it timed. So you kind of, you get, say, to 11 to 15 minutes at the start of the uh, strike to get through the strike. And they'll either put in a mechanic that allows you to gain extra time, be that literally jumping through hoops mm-hmm. or shooting little orbs uh, and everyone fucking hates it. Um, the two big end games, so that's PVE. Uh, the two big PVP end games are Trials of Osiris and Iron Banner. So Iron Banner is kind of uh, the classic PVP, but without... In year one, it was classic PvP games, but with gear ranking, like, so not balanced. Mm-hmm. So if you were a higher level than someone, you were more powerful than them, which in normal Crucible it isn't. You're all equal. They've taken that away this year, so everyone's balanced, and it it's basically just exactly the same as playing normal Crucible, except you get a different token. You right. get an Iron Banner token, so people fucking hate that. Uh, Trials of Osiris, which, is, which was like the peak PvP, was like... It's, was 3v3 um, and still is 3v3 kind of weird or is it 4v4 it might be 4v4 I've only played it once it was shite um, and they've made two kind of new game modes for that which are also really bad um, and again level balancing is, is equal so you know the good thing about Trials of Osiris was that you know it, you felt incredible if you went in and you were five levels lower than someone and you beat them you were like fucking get in mm-hmm. it's not there anymore everyone's equal yeah, yeah they've, just, they've just really made it um, you know the, the, the criticisms of Destiny 1 were that they were closed so stuff like Trials of Osiris and Iron Banner and the Raid were closed to a massive group like if you look at the um, Datto did a video where he looked at I think it was the Xbox uh, achievements and the percentage of people that got the achievement for completing the raid in Destiny 1 is like 36%. So like only a third of people who played the game ever did the raid, which is mad. Like at any raid. And yeah, I guess that does scream of it being an exclusive thing. And that there were 64% of people who just went on the game and fucked about. Yeah. And they've really geared the game towards that 64% of people. Yeah. And then it's a lot more inclusive, which is not a bad thing. It's good for them because it means it's wider. Now when someone, if someone turned around at me and said, do you want to, would you buy Destiny 1? I'd go, no, it's heroin. You'll lose, you'll lose too much of your time to it. If someone now said, should I get Destiny 2? I'm like, yeah, fucking get Destiny 2. More but casual. The, yeah. It's same much, same more thing ca- it did with WoW, really. Do you think yeah, really? exactly. Yeah. But the, the difference is, and I guess I, I think when speaking to my friends who played World of Warcraft, similar issues. Yeah, one was about finding a team, getting that team together and playing with that team constantly and doing end game stuff with that team and feeling good. This, although they've included clans, so now there is kind of that help team matchmaking stuff. I feel like because it's geared to more casual players, the majority of players won't be on there looking for other people to play with. They'll just mm. turn it on or just faff about. Which is a shame because the thing about Destiny for me was that it like literally resurrected friendships that I had with old friends right. and it got me closer to certain people because you played with them and it gave you something to do and it gave you something in common with people and it's a, it's a shame that Destiny 2 
is more casual for someone who was a Destiny 1 junkie. Yeah. If I was a Destiny 1 casual player, I fucking love Destiny 2, but sadly I was a Destiny 1 diehard, which means that Destiny 2, I, I've turned it off on before I went on holiday two weeks ago and I haven't put it back on. Yeah. All three of my characters are three at top rank, so the current endgame content has nothing for me. There was in Destiny One, you were always scratching for that item with a god roll or whatever. That doesn't exist anymore. Everything's got set rolls. Once you've got one of everything, you've got one of everything. Whereas when you had one of everything in Destiny One, you might not have had the perfect one of that certain item. So you'd keep going for that and you'd scratch it. Yeah. And you'd play the same fucking strike for forty hours to try and get the god roll of a certain gun. Doesn't exist anymore. Everything's set rolls. Yeah, I, I don't know, like, um, I'm not disappointed in it. I have already played it for probably 90 to 100 hours, which means that I've easily got my money's worth out of it. Mm-hmm. I paid £90 because I've got the season pass, and I've, eas- I've now had a pound a minute, which is all you can, uh, sorry, a pound an hour, which if you buy a £40 game, play it 40 hours, you're satisfied with that game. Yeah. I've bought a £90 game that... I haven't got all ninety pounds worth yet, and have got ninety more than ninety hours worth out of it, which means I don't feel like I've wasted my money, but I do kind of feel like I've wasted my time. <laughs> um, and I've kind of I've kind of said oh, I'll I'll hang it up until they do something interesting again with it. The prestige raid, uh, which is like the raid but with extra tasks, uh, will come out soon, and I'll maybe give that a go. But uh, yeah, I just not I'm just not really. Not really feeling Destiny Two, which is a massive shame because yeah, a shame. Destiny One was such a massive part of my life, much to the detriment of my actual real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've kind of been, I've played a bit of the new FIFA and I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. I was going to say you want to talk about Fortnite versus players yeah, unknown. Player unknown. Yeah, so there was there was a bit of contention. So everyone's um, player unknown battlegrounds is one of the biggest games. And is a hotly anticipated console release. Yeah. Um. I think we've, you've talked about it before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hundred versus hundred. Storm comes in, gets a tighter zone, down to one v one, one winner. Fortnite was this game. I think it's by Epic Games who made yeah. like Gears of War. That's right. It was teased in like twenty thirteen. Is that the one that's got a very unique uh, cartoon? Style. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. you say very unique. It looks like Team Fortress. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's basically so they've they've got a game which is like this co-op uh, horde game uh-huh. I don't know whether it was popular I've not actually played it but then through that game or client have released uh, Battle Royale which is a carbon copy of PlayerUnknown Battleground it's uh, 100 players although I've never played with more than 96 which I found very strange mm. I've never seen it hit the 100 right. it's always been 96 and you get dropped on an island, you've got to scavenge and find weapons, and then it's 1v1. And it's exactly the same as Player Unknown Battlegrounds, and I kind of feel a little bit. Obviously, it's a cartoony version of Player Unknown Battlegrounds, but to me, that makes it way more accessible. Uh-huh. Like when I look at games like Rust and DayZ and Player Unknown Battlegrounds, and they look fucking great. Uh-huh. But I guess a lot of the content that you see from those games are people being fucking brilliant at that game. Yeah. You only ever see videos of people 
absolutely demolishing people on player unknown battlegrounds, which makes the game intimidating. Mm. The fact that this is cartoony genuinely makes you feel easier. Like I think my I've, I've the the furthest I've gone in the game is seventh. I placed oh, seventh, really? which wow. I was really fucking chuffed with. Yeah. The first like three or four times I played, I was like eighty sixth, ninetieth, eighty sixth, ninetieth, like dying straight away, and then kind of as you grow into the game and you learn a bit more and you can build structures and things and I guess it's also look if you land and you walk forward and you've got an assault rifle Mm -hmm. you know you're going to get the first three or four kills and you're going to come 50th because you know you'll come across someone who's found a hand cannon or something like that yeah, and it's it's a fucking it's really fun. How um, how did you get that? Is it is it a free to play? It's or? a free download. Um, is it? Yeah, you just search for if you search for Fortnite, it's a, so I initially searched for Fortnite Battle Royale, and it came up with this game that was like thirty three quid, and I was like, oh, I thought it was free. I'm not going to bother. Yeah. And then my mate sent me the link to essentially just download Fortnite's client, mm-hmm. and you open it, and it's got the two options. It's got the game that does cost money, and then it's got Battle Royale. It's okay. free to play, because obviously when player unknown battleground launches, it's going to be a forty quid game. Yeah. Because of the anticipation, there's no way they would go. Well, it was for a free PC game. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a free console game. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And especially now that Fortnite, I mean, it still will steal players from Fortnite. But I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. I was intrigued by player unknown battleground because of the concept of that game mm-hmm. and now I've played it yeah. just in a cartoon version like I don't give a fuck about graphics or realism or whatever I've had a lot of fun playing this ridiculous game that will probably be a lot less elitist than a game like player unknown battleground will you end know, up being you know the player oh, sorry I'm still playing this thing it's got pretty far to be honest really yeah there's yeah. like a huge stretch of water and you got to turn into a bat but the problem is it's like turning into a bat to me is very like hitty or messy anyway the uh, player unknown the thing I, it's a very specific thing that I have a problem with that when I've watched is you know when they pick up things like armour and they put it on like the, have you seen yeah. how difficult they'll understand that seems oh, to yeah. me the inventory like, yeah, yeah it's like if you the pick backpack. up like a helm like something little to put on to increase the tiny little staff the way these are doing it and you're right that's why i was nodding my head in agreement where you were like saying these people are like seem amazing at the game and yeah. they do they just like bring up all these like i don't know how that's going to port across to the uh, consoles as well yeah so the the backpack thing on um on fortnite is pretty frustrating uh, so you can carry, I think, seven items, that but that includes like bandages and med packs. So you yeah. can have kind of a maximum of, of seven items, including weapons and med packs, um, and shield potions. But obviously, a lot of them are single use. So you'll like drop your gun, pick up a shield potion, use the shield potion, put your gun back, and it's fine. Like, and there's different like tiers of weapons, so it uses the same kind of uh, like legendary heroic kind of purple green blue that is Origin, synonymous yeah. with with kind of these these games with more warps so, yeah it's, but it's so much fun the one thing I haven't done yet is played it with other people right so you can play as a squad so you get four people uh-huh. or you can play as a uh, duet a duo or whatever so you can play with two people I'm yet to despite quite a lot of people on my friends that's having it I've yet to like kind of find the time to team up with someone and play it and I think it'll be fucking 
mint. Mm. I mean, if you if you play single player and you're in party chat, you get banned because they just assume you're cheating, right. which is fair enough because you would do. But you can play as a duo or play as a squad, and I think it'll be fucking mint if I can get four people on and play as a squad, and you can like rally together. It'll be absolutely class, mm. like because at the minute, I like I played I've played squad and it kind of finds you a finds you a squad. And it was good, but like one of the guys who was with me was always one step ahead and he ended up picking up three assault rifles. Now, if I was playing with someone, I would drop the lowest level assault rifle and give it to the other person. Uh-huh. Whereas what it meant was he just had to defend me right. rather than us liaising with each other and kind of gearing up. And I think it would be really good to gear up as a, as a squad. Yes, it's such a fun game. And for free is madness, like because it's a carbon copy of a hotly anticipated game and I am like to me it's going to be just as fun yeah. I can't see what player unknown will add gameplay wise or anything that's going to make it yeah. just as I mean player unknown was we're talking about a legal battle against Fortnite for, for stealing their idea weren't they Which is I, mean, it's, I don't know how they get away with that but. I mean it's one of those things with like in intellectual property you've just got to make such a minor difference yeah mm-hmm. like you know I don't know whether it's called a storm on player unknown battlegrounds I don't know what it's yeah, what sure. it's called um, but they've, they've kind of they've gone for this aesthetic and uh, like yeah it's, it's just a really fucking good game and that's taken up over the last kind of couple of weeks alongside FIFA because I'm one of those fucking idiots who buys FIFA mm-hmm. yeah I, I, it's taken up way more of my time than, than Destiny has which is a very strange thing to say because when I got Destiny 2 my friend offered me a few other Playstation games that he'd finished playing and I was like haha you fucking chump I'm not going to be playing anything else until Christmas <laughs> Um, but it's kind of maybe want to get maybe like Battlefront 2 or something uh, one game I want to talk about briefly is uh, Stranger Things mobile game mm-hmm. have you seen that? I have not mm. you, you mentioned it last episode yeah. why would you watch something by people called the Duffer Brothers <laughs> was something that was said on a podcast really? yeah <laughs> um, yeah so what's what's the basis of the mobile game? Well, Kelly's been playing it, so I asked her to send her a little, uh, little message. Just little tell tidbit. Her, just tell more about it. I think Ross is flying as a bat there, isn't he? I am. I going <laughs> all the way to the end of the level, mm-hmm. and I didn't have every single object like I have now, but I couldn't do anything at the final door. God's Brilliant. sake. So, Stranger Things, this is what Kelly says to say. She starts with, Hi, you bunch of dafties. Do you miss me? Since my guest appearance was the most listened episode ever, this is not based on any fact, I thought I would send an update and get the ratings up for the game for you. So I've been playing the Stranger Things game on the iPhone, and when Tom first told me about this, I wasn't that bothered. I thought it would just be a boring publicity game in the realms of Tapped Out, where you have to build shit and wait four days for anything to happen. Doesn't she fucking love Tapped Out? She loved it for a long time. Yeah. However, when I started playing, I was pleasantly surprised. It's an open world type game where you move around completing tasks and unlocking all the different characters in a TV show. It's actually really fun as each character has their own special ability and helps you through different aspects of the world while you work out who would be best for each task. It's an 8-bit style, so it feels like you were playing an old 80s game, which is always a right laugh. A right laugh. And their fucking wheelhouse, is it not? Their what? Their wheelhouse, It's that's what they do. Let's oh, make absolutely. it feel like the eight zeros. Absolutely. Uh, you collect <clears throat> items and unlock new parts of the game. I have nearly given up a few times as I'm shit at playing games where you need patience to explore. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Nice 2016 reference. Whether on there, whether on there. I have restrained myself. 2015. 2015, sorry. Oh, was that Wait. sad getting me a cold pop? <laughs> where does time go? 
<laughs> I've restrained myself from reading the online walkthrough, though, so I get points for that. I've been playing a while, and there is still lots more of the game to unlock, and I haven't been prompted to purchase any shit, which is proper class like. Right, potty mouth, isn't it? So I give it a solid 10 out of 10. 10? IGN over here. 10 for a mobile game. Oh, no. Anyway, I hear you also talking about vampires tonight. Ooh. I love a good vampire movie. Just a shame there aren't any. Lol. <laughs> I jest. It's obviously Twilight. By Dafties. That's what you had to say. Ooh. Thanks for that, Kelly. We'll get onto the movies very soon. Do you guess? Um, <laughs> yeah. Vampire movies. You can't slate vampire movies. The fucking mint. You should do it. She dared to. I mean, there is, the, there is a clear divide in that there are a fucking lot of shit ones. Mm. Like zombie movies? Yeah. I listened to the uh, zombie special in preparation for this. Mm-hmm. And it just really made me want to watch uh, Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. Oh, cool. I still not watched it. For, I watched on. it. I saw it at uni. Year down the line. Great, great film. So visceral. So good. Before we get on to the movies, good and proper, there's one more question. Or one more thing I want to read out that I found on Reddit and then ask you a question. What is the most fucked up thing you've done in a video game? This was a Reddit thread I saw. Good and this question, was, this was a, answer. I know, very hot answer. Mm. This was a top comment. This, this guy, don't know what his name is, sorry. He's a listener. Uh, he said, it was Sims, of course. I wanted to make a haunted house, but the only way to get gravestones is to actually have someone die. But I didn't want a measly gravestone or two, like some half-assed Halloween decoration. I wanted an actual damn graveyard. So I built a small pool on the plot of land, made a family of eight, purchased the plot, and drowned every member of the family in it. And repeated the process eight times to collect 64 gravestones. Just to add, once I had my graveyard, I built the house along with a creepy caretaker. thing about The Sims is ghosts occasionally walk around at night and wake people up. This isn't common. This isn't super common. I hate it when people use super as a... This isn't super common in most circumstances. However, when you live on the former location of a murder pool haunted by 64 souls, you get waking up all night long. A poor caretaker couldn't sleep and was eventually reduced to a gibbering mess, constantly falling asleep in his own filth because there weren't any toilets that matched the gothic decor. 10 out of 10 would make Haunted House again. Fuck. So that's kind of fucked up. I haven't done anything quite as bad as that, but he has a couple that I could think of that are quite generic, that probably most people have done in these particular games. Right. Locking the butler in the freezer on Tomb Raider. Oh. Always. <laughs> Did you ever do it at the start, play the entire game, then go back? <laughs> no. And he's an icicle? No. He's like frozen as fuck. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Oh, wow. That's... Uh, you could tie your last to the tracks in Red Dead? I, I yeah, believe, I never, yeah, and you got oh, an achievement. Yeah, it, it was an achievement. It was like uh, the picture was um, like that typical in the, the Western ones. You know, the guy that looked like a bit of a child yeah. snatcher. Yeah, well, the exactly. one with twirling his mustache. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that was the picture. Um, shooting the guy in the wheelchair in Half-Life to Key. used to do oh, that I couldn't oh, stop fuck. myself yeah. could not stop Aye. myself what's annoying about that is it starts the whole level <laughs> again yeah. Tom would be like shaking going I'm going to do it I'm going to do it and I'm like <laughs> don't stop. fucking do it and then he did uh, blown up Megaton in Fallout 3 yeah classic ah uh, that's it what did about... you still do that? Because I wrote that down, but I didn't actually do that. Because I... Yeah, I did on one. Yeah, I might. I did it because this. she turned that one of that lasses turns into a ghoul or something, and she's all sad and stuff, and it's proper shocking. Mm. She's one of the main characters in Megaton, and you see, you go to Megaton after it's blown up, uh, and she's like, Ooh. just no, <laughs> no one will sell you anything anymore. Uh, yeah, but the vendors are just <laughs> like, well, oh, that's God, the worst thing. I can't buy. Can't buy any wares because I wiped the fucking town off the face mm. of. By the way, can I just interject with? The call back to this game I was playing. Yeah, it's crashed. 
right? Oh, is it because you pushed it too hard? Well, also, I had all my objects and an, an extra enemy appeared on the screen, right? That yeah. I hadn't seen before. Who, even though I had full energy, hit us with one weapon, uh-huh. like one hit, and it totally killed us. So yeah. I guess he was a vampire. Now, yeah. I could have finished the game, but that happened. Fucking hell. You give the game to him for two seconds, he's finished. Whatever game it is, you know, he'll just fucking clock it. Yeah. Well, this one, I broke it. What about um, theme park causing roller coasters to crash? Oh, Just I mean, taking away a segment. Yeah, made like well, I, I was I was a roller coaster tycoon kid over theme park. Right. Um, okay. I yeah, just love making rides that just fucking paint people just, after miles. Could you like turn some <laughs> of the rides? You could turn the speed up maximum, and then they start smoking and stuff. And yeah, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop it. I want to see it explode. Another good thing to do is um, put. Uh, drinks stalls everywhere and make drinks really cheap but then the toilets are really expensive <laughs> and you make a fucking shit ton you put loads of salt on the fries and shit yeah. you know they used to drop stuff in for a little yeah. while I used to think they were actually having dropping one yeah, having do you shit. know what I mean oh but it was just the litter I, uh, I, but it looks like a turd yeah <laughs> I um, so I as I, I thought about this and the, there's some of the obvious ones like um that level in Call of Duty where you're walking through. Oh, the, the airport or something. No yeah. Russian. No Russian. Yeah. yeah. Is it an airport? It it's is. A, is it not like a shopping centre? Oh, no, it's an airport. It I is an airport terminal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, which that is fucked up. There's the the obvious things you do in Grand Theft Auto, like I was going to say, have sex with a prostitute, uh, then kill a prostitute, and get your money back. Exactly. There, there is. So I asked Dawn because because I've never played The Sims, mm-hmm. and uh, I know a lot of the fucked up stuff you could do on The Sims, mm-hmm. and I. So I said to Dawn, just casual as you like, what's the most fucked up thing you've done in a, in a computer game? And when I said, what's the most fucked up thing you've done in The Sims? Because it's pretty much the only game she's ever played. Yeah. And she went, um, uh, I once uh, just put a baby in a room and took the door off and let it starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's... Fuck you can me. actually... Because... Right. So, yeah, so I'll she... this through. You know in Fallout 3, there's meant to be children in that game. Yeah. And I believe there's a, there was going to be like um, a town where it was all run by children, but they didn't allow to have children in, just like they don't have children in Grand Theft Auto and stuff, because they don't, don't want to give you the option children. to kill. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm surprised that in The Sims, they like, let you do that. So basically, what she, so I said, why the fuck did you do that? And she said, well, I, I pressed the wrong button, and instead of getting a couple to do something, she got the couple to have a baby, and this was an unwanted baby, so she just put it in a crib in a room and then took the door off and Whoa, let it start nice. to death. Which is fucked up. And I said to her, I was, like, how, I was like, how long ago was this? And she was like... Just last week. Um, and I was like, I, was like, I, I, was like, I'm, I said, like, I'm not going to answer that question for myself. I'm just going to give you your answer. Because, <laughs> like, now that we're married, I guess that means that I've killed a baby too. Yeah, like, that's basically what it means. Yeah, uh... I mean, most fucked up things I've done in computer games, like, it's really, I don't know, there was a great thing in uh, Skate, a Skate franchise called The Hall of Meat, mm-hmm. which was, um, basically, you could, when you bailed, it showed you what bones you'd broken. Uh-huh. And then right. in, in Skate 3, they added it as, like, a game mode, uh-huh. so you had to get the best Ooh. score. The most yeah. yeah. So, the, the weird thing about Skate 2 and Skate 3 was that it was, they were both fucking incredible games and some of my favourites but glitchy as fuck mm. so like you could do you could do certain moves like you could stand towards a wall off your skateboard and then like do a certain thing and you'd like ping up and I used to just stand next to this crane and do this glitch where you just fly up in the air right. and I'd just like lay back 
<laughs> and like just fall yeah. to my demise and break everybody and the noise and it was incredible and then it would bring up like a, a screen that showed you Excellent. every bone that you've broken and I just fucking there was an achievement for breaking like every bone in your body and I did it in like one <laughs> and I used to fucking love doing that I was like really like as much as I remember at the time being pissed off that they'd added Hall of Meat as a game mode it became my end game like once I'd completed the story I found myself not just skating around and actually just fucking this guy up yeah as much as I can like you know those games like there's games on the iPhones and flash games where you just kick someone downstairs uh-huh. and you've got to break as many bones like, it was just that game but inside starting on a skateboard yeah. it was fucking meant you just like bomb down a hill and then power slide too much so that you just fucking smack your face off the floor and I just watched this guy just absolutely ruin his life but yeah it's, it's hard to think like you know it's hard to avoid things like uh no Russian and uh-huh. Grand Theft Auto because they are sandboxes that well Grand Theft Auto is a sandbox that lets you do some really you fucked want. up shit what do I you guess think of Ross? Fable's quite a um, oh yes no. like in the original Fable your actual I think actually it might have done it all of them your, your appearance changes yeah depending on whether oh, you're really good or bad so yeah. it's got a karma thing I mean Knights of the Old Republic done a similar sort of thing yes and actually there's an interesting thing about it's the second one where the, if you get it on neutral, I know it's not quite answering what we're talking about here, but <clears> they're the putting this really bizarre ending that I've heard about. Oddly enough, I try not to be bad in games. It's it, yeah. I feel guilty when I'm like, because in Fable to to turn evil, which I wanted to see, and with the horns and the burns and the fire and stuff, you had to like fucking kill. I think that when you could marry people, so you killed. And you could sacrifice chickens and and murder people, yeah. set people on fire and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah leads I'm the same. Is the you know Shadow of the Colossus? Oh yeah. So that you're not being evil. You're actually playing the game. But when you kill a Colossus and they come down, you feel terrible. Yeah, like yeah. I do. So why? Why? Because what? yeah, you are the only person in this environment, and you're the outsider. Yeah, yeah going well, around killing these things that clearly. Have adapted and naturally survived yeah. in this environment. You rock up with your fucking horse. And you just fucking oh, grab onto his hair, climb yeah. his back, stab him in the top of his head three times. Even the music and the, the way they all fall in a slow motion. So it's. Let's find another way to go, guys. Oh, I saw that, There was a lot of that. Yeah. I, I don't know what the I feel about that game. Like. Yeah, they've light pings off your sword. Ping. So you've got to sit on your fucking horse and just spin around until you. <laughs> it's a metal game, that, in a sense where, like, a lot of the times, because it was a dead environment, there was fuck all going on. Yeah, you were yeah sometimes around. you were, you were like, 15, like, literally real time 15 minutes away from the next yeah. thing to do. Fucking, especially if you start to go the wrong direction, you can go for ages. <laughs> so there's another game like we'll probably talk about in Vampire Games. It's called Legend of Cain. Oh yes, Legacy of Cain is it? I think Legacy. Yeah. On that, I it think. had a good and bad mechanic, but a very simple one. So on the second one, which was a kind of Tomb Raider s game, you would bump into these people who were like heavily armored and they were like meant to be vampire hunters. Initially, if you helped them the first time you ever met them, they would they would help you from henceforth. But if you've killed them the first time, they would then yeah, go after you. And I accidentally killed one because that game is a fuck out of control. I mean, I finished it. I would. It would be interesting playing that again. I bet it's harder. Like, you know, them three D games like the early Tomb Raider. I bet you they're terrible at control. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> shocking. Yeah, like Shuff, shuffling quarters all the time. Like the sweat just pouring off you. <laughs> I kind of know. <laughs> 
It's a tough. I mean, it's a good, it's a good topic. Yeah, I, I, I struggle to find. I'm sure I've done things where I've it's left us with a feeling of guilt where I've been like, oh fucking hell, what, was well, what did I do that for? Speak, speaking of the new FIFA, like FIFA last year introduced this thing called the journey, which is like you play as a young footballer and you kind of his you play his career, mm-hmm. and that has that kind of classic system where when you get asked a question, you can give a cool answer, a fiery answer, or a neutral answer. Yeah. And it gives you like achievements for getting all cool or all fe- f- uh, fiery, and um, but in this one they've added a, there's a re- there's a few harrowing moments. There's like a moment where you decide this agent who s- scouted you when you were like fucking three years old and is still your agent even though you're now a Premier League football player and you have to like and it says like fire him and you will never see him again. <laughs> Oh, or, or literally fire him out of a car. Yeah, or, or keep him on as your agent, and it does the same thing with like your dad later on in the game. It's like or some kid locks like, up with leukemia. Yeah, and you give us some. I'm fucking mad. It's like it literally said, fire him, and you will never see him again. Fuck me. And you're just like, fuck. This is like, that's a fucking heavy choice. And like, there's at one point where it's like save someone's career, yeah. or let them like fucking demolish their career and you're just like you. I mean you're always going to make the good choice uh-huh. I mean I didn't in the case of the agent I sacked him <laughs> and never seen him again fuck him but yeah I, it's just like it's weird like it, I will tend to always pick the the good choice yeah you feel like you I don't know you feel like you you invested a, a good game is where it because I think the DSX games do this a bit, where you want to be good, you really do, but in some senses you have to be a bit evil. Like I think uh, Dishonored does it in the sense like I want I wanted to finish Dishonored too with not killing anyone, mm. but as we've discussed on the podcast, I'm shit at stealth, yeah, so I'm having so to like fucking kill people. That yeah, because they see you and you can't you can't run away. You've got to kill them. Yeah, there was a good moment. I think it's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, is it four? Was the one that was like fake New York? Like set in Liberty City, maybe mm-hmm. the more where, realistic one. Of, yeah, like, when Nico was it? That's four, yeah. Yes, um, where you had your little mate and you got the option of killing him, and then you would get his fucking sweet house. All right, I killed the fuck out of me. Like, fuck <laughs> not a <laughs> second thought. Yeah, just, I was just like, I want that fucking house. <laughs> I'll tell you, once I ke- when I was over oh, at got one. But... He was playing Half Life Two. I think it was Half Life Two. It might have been Half Life One. And he used to find it funny that they would have scientists and if you walked away from them, they would follow you. Uh-huh. And he just used to make them walk over the electric lines. Yeah. And just like, like watch them. Like, the like, <laughs> so I think hands down the worst thing I've ever done in a computer game. So on Grand Theft Auto Online, I uh, was playing with my friend Penna and we stole a helicopter from, a, from an airport, an airfield. And we were just flying along in this helicopter and I just screamed the words Colin McRae and flew into a mountain <laughs> fuck how did that go down I mean the worst thing was Penn didn't know who Colin McRae was so I had to explain that I'd just made a joke about uh, the death of a celebrity the death of a death of a celebrity and his son um, oh yeah really fucking bad that was that was pretty bad and then obviously Penn found it absolutely hilarious I did also fly a plane into the equivalent two towers <laughs> flight simulator. I've done that before. Well, I mean, yeah, I used to just fly shit in the buildings all the time and show nine eleven. That's fucking awful. But yeah, 
It's just how does that make you feel? Awful. I'm dreadful. I was a dreadful person three years ago. <laughs> I'm all better now. I'm still listen to the Lost Prophets. Yeah, the Colin McRae thing was a fucking low point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. What did you think of that game then? Um, I mean, obviously Ross grasped the controls. He fucking clocked it like way quicker than me. I, I I didn't actually. I found it hard. What was the point of being the wolf? I don't know. I think I'm assuming you could possibly have a different, a quicker kill. So it wasn't, nah. it wasn't quicker to kill people? In fact, it seemed worse and it didn't refill your health. Because when you were drinking the, oh, yeah, the blood, it was, that was how I was getting health. Could you survive in the sunlight, maybe, if you're a werewolf? I don't know. Uh, good. Well, I got to this running water. I wonder if, like... I don't know. It didn't seem there was any point being the wolf. It was that classic, though, where you don't really know exactly what you're doing. Why, why is it a platform game? Like, mm. why do they make them like that? I don't know, man. Do you know what I mean? Well, they don't make them like anymore, do they? They don't? And <laughs> is that such a bad thing? Fucking Super Mario Run. That's, That's what you end future, up with now. The future of gaming. Bag of shite. Let's talk about vampire movies, shall we? Yes. Now I've got. Um, I made a bit of a list. I'm sure you guys have got ones you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's just start with the one that we've all watched recently. That uh, we, me and you, watched together. Ross Martin. Yeah. It was kind of like, Romero's. Yeah, it was kind of because of the sad death of Romero. Well, for because you hadn't seen it before, Tom. No. So. Oh, it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> it's so good. I, I think it's a good idea with some. I think it's a bit sloppy the execution. I thought it was kind of harrowing some of the bits. It's, I mean, it's it's weird because like, it's kind of like a, a lot of it's like a Ken Loach film, like fucking kitchen sink. Yeah. Hard family life, but the hard the hard thing is that he's a fucking vampire. Yeah. But then there's this fucking KFC Colonel. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, you kept rocking up, didn't yeah. you? You're not for that, though. Uncle Sanders, I call mm. it. The Family Curse. Uh-huh. Have you ever watched a film with Tom before? Mm, maybe in the cinema? It's an absolute treat. Not. We'll, we'll take away the uh, the Is cinema experience. I feel like he wouldn't talk so much in this. No. <laughs> we watched From Hell when we were very young. Do you remember that experience? I do. You bring it up routinely. Yeah. Because it was, uh, I can't har- remember. Him and Terry, I can't. Re- I don't that, know anything about that. That experience for you <laughs> was as harrowing for me as it was when he um, tries to cut our wrist mm. the, the very oh, first yeah. one, and he, does, he fails, and he does it again. 
That was fucking horrible. I wonder horrible, if that, that was a special effect. Stop shouting. Stop screaming. You gotta go to sleep. You know that, that drug, scene? drug takes ages to kick in as well. Mm. He needs to get a better drug, doesn't he? Because basically, he's, he's a he's a guy who uh, he he's attacking uh, people. Not necessarily. Well, he's, actually, it's usually women, isn't it? No, he does yeah. that to that bloke. Yeah, but that, that's kind of because he has to. He hasn't got a choice. The uh, one, the one where who's sleeping with the the other woman. He right. doesn't know he's going to be. Yeah, there. he doesn't know that. This but he takes care that of confrontation happens. Yeah. because it happens. But he's t- he's attacking them. Um, he injects them with the drug, which eventually puts them to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of like semi-consciousness because you can. Yeah, their it's eyes still wriggling still around, and and then he rapes them and kills them and makes it look like suicide usually. Yeah, but he drinks the blood and stuff as well, doesn't he? Yeah, which I said that would make you very, very ill. Uh, very poorly. poorly. No, maybe if you're a vampire. If you're a vampire, maybe that's like why the wicked. drug takes a long time to kick in then because he would have to be careful what what drug he drugged someone because then he's, he's then going to ingest the blood yeah mm, that's very true actually ah very true I just thought I know but mm. I, I think Martin it's, it's probably my favourite Romero film really yeah that's okay. that's, uh, that's a bold statement though. yeah like as much as I love Dawn of the Dead which would probably be a close second uh, I think Martin's I genuinely think it's a masterpiece like I think it's really? Yeah, it's just like it's got everything. Like it, the atmosphere is perfect. It's like an hour and ten minutes. Like, was an hour and a half? I think. Is it? Yeah. Well, oh yes, because I watched it at uh, one and a quarter speed. Uh, was, because I only had time to watch it. But some um, pretty tense moments, like that. Um, that one with the guy having the affair where he went to attack her, and he was there. That the way that scene was acted out was really like I really liked that because we were talking earlier about um, movies where the acting seems a lot more natural than real mm-hmm. and that felt like that where they were having a discussion behind the door and you were watching Martin what he was doing and you could hear them talking and it was really frantic and like intense because they didn't have a fucking clue what was going on he just yeah. injected him and then ran out again and he was like oh he's, he's injecting me with something oh. it was like it was, it was really Tom's, Tom Savini moments where it felt like that which you go on about Ken Loach that kind yeah. of like dialogue where it doesn't feel like scripted and stuff yeah it's just people cracking on for me I just thought that the acting was a, a problem I feel where it just the performances weren't sometimes were really good mm. and yeah. then other times it just it wasn't always good mm. and it was all over the shop like what was happening in the film like it, it didn't feel like it had a, a clear vision. It felt like it, it had loads of different flavors to it. It wasn't just like, which is good, yeah, a strong the, point. Because I mean, what did you think of the the black, black and white, white flashbacks? Because yeah. I think now, they're fucking amazing. Tom the now, word, yeah. I said that they they looked like they could easily have been taken from a film from like the thirties or something. Yeah, like they just taken extracted. They were brilliantly shot. Yeah, really well shot. So um, I I don't know. I like I really. I'll sing its praises forever, and I I like that it's, like I don't like that it's badly acted, but I don't think it's to the detriment of the film, like I in the same way, like I say, like Ken Loach films, I'll often use mm-hmm. pretty hammy actors, and you know George, you know Romero's not an actor's director, no, like he's a director who is trying to put a point across and send a message, and he's very allegorical, and I think he does it really fucking well well that's something we I think we'll probably all agree on the actual idea for the story is really really yeah. great and I'm surprised they haven't re like went back to try and do that again like that in that way of a, a kid where you're not really sure do you know what I mean like in the X-Files episode that's the only other thing I can think of they did something like that where the the vampires but they're not 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're not, you're left at the end, you're not totally sure. I would argue that some of that philosophy is in Near Dark because the, I feel like the opening sequence in Near Dark where they meet and he falls in love with her straight away uh, yeah. is, I think, it's, if not influenced by Martin, is in the same fucking ballpark. Like, it's just... Like, the conversation that they have where she's like, oh, I'm old as fuck. Mm. Like, and pretty much gives away as a vampire is really similar to the one where Martin's like, hey, I'm like fucking 90. Like, oh, I'm 89 or whatever. Like, it's just kind of this like this kind of... A young person who's just accepted the fact that, oh, fuck, I'm a fucking vampire and I don't necessarily want to be a hunter. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, you know, I'm going to fucking... She feels remorse about, like, she stops Jesse from killing him because she's like, oh, it was me, I fucking turned mm-hmm. him. And she feels remorse for this this kid. Mm-hmm. See, I'm like, not, I never went Until back. he tries to fucking sex her up, like. <laughs> I didn't go back to Near Dark, and the, the, there's a connection between Near Dark and Martin. For me, when I was growing up, there was a show called Movie Drome on BBC Two that mm-hmm. was fucking class. Mm-hmm. It got us into so many films. And sometimes the fond memories of just stumble upon because I was recently we've found there's a there's like that WhatsApp there's some something on the internet that just like documents all of the films that movie drone showed and what time they were on and stuff and I worked it out I was like fourteen or thirteen when a lot of these were on so I haven't went back to near dark my memories of it is it's class I wish I had a time to watch it again it's yeah. it, Lance Henriksen and Bill Paxton oh. it's it's the Bigelow Cameron. Yeah. 80s, 90s cast, like they kind of hopped between their movies for for a few years because they were obviously they were married and they were right. Okay. Set, at the time, Cameron and Bigelow were married. So, oh, I did not. I did not. Know yeah, that. so they were married for two years, I think, from oh, like right, 1989 okay. to 1991. Right, yeah. right. Okay. But then we're in a relationship kind of around that, so they helped each other out a lot. Cameron kind of advised Bigelow. Bigelow advised Cameron. Bigelow found a lot of actors for. Cameron and vice versa so like that kind of yeah that, that film had the idea of blood transfu- transfusion could cure you like yeah. two of the characters had blood transfusion only if and then, you were half I see so if you weren't born a vampire well if you oh, if you hadn't killed I believe because May she turned spoiler May was turned and yeah. obviously oh, no, she survives yeah so maybe she's never mm. killed maybe that yeah, was the under, underlying turned. message yeah, I, I don't know whether I'm just confusing that with Lost Boys, which obviously is kind of well, similar, but... I mean, I, I said that this, that love story was kind of like original Twilight idea, really, the, the love story between the so human and the vampire. They discussed remaking Near Dark, mm-hmm. and it got kind of put to the side as soon as Twilight got made, yeah, because okay. it was like, like you say, it's kind yeah. of this... This early vampire, human vampire, vampire kind of romance. I, I fucking love Near Dark. I think mm-hmm. it's. Like you say, it was very similar to Lost Boys as well. I think, but it, uh, maybe it was just because of the leather jacket. So. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, yeah, like Near Dark's a bit more western. Like yes. it's a bit more of a western. Definitely, um, yeah. You know, it's dusty. I think the scene in the bus station in Near Dark. Uh, where they're treating him like a junkie uh, surpasses everything in Lost Boys and uh-huh. makes it and I think the performances because Lost Boys is I 
I didn't watch Lost Boys as a young person, so I visited Lost Boys as an adult and think it's pretty shit. Right, okay. It's really poorly acted. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking... The story turns are really obvious. It's exactly the same way as I feel about the Goonies. I didn't see the Goonies as a kid, so I was an adult, and I was like, well, fuck's the deal with the Goonies? <laughs> um, and I see, I put them in the same... But then I, I love fucking the It miniseries because I watched that as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, mm. we all defend yeah. what we loved as a child because even if it's shit. And I think... Lost Boys, I feel really sorry for Near Dark because obviously they came out, I think, within months of each other. Did they? Really? Um, yeah, I think they're both... I, I thought, because when I think of um, Lost Boys, it's so 80s. Mm. Is Near Dark not a Or maybe it's movie? like two years. Maybe it's like 89 and 91, perhaps. I, I think Lost Boys, I prefer Lost Boys because I think it's uh, it's more cheesy and it's more over the top. What's the word? Camp. It's more camp, yeah. Very much more camp, and it's got, it's it's more of a film that I would kind of, if I want to watch like a vampire film, I don't want to, sort of, personally speaking, I don't want to learn any like life lessons. I don't want to, kind of, see anything too hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to yeah. see the goodies win usually. And I think <laughs> Lost Boys does that better than uh, Near yeah. Dark. Lost Boys is is more Hollywood. Yeah, for my personal. Whereas, case, so. yeah. And I, but I, like yeah, I think like Near Dark is, it's just fucking great. Like just a really great film. I, I you know I don't I don't dislike Lost Boys. Like I rewatched it. You can relate um, to the main character quite a lot, can't you? Yeah. Really. And I really like it. I think Lost Boys is a good film, but it just doesn't have that kind of lingering presence of being in my DNA because mm-hmm. it was part of my childhood. So I was I was away with my friends and asked them what what they like vampire movies they would say, and one of my friends was their uh, Fright Night, which. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Strangely yeah. enough, there is an Amiga game of it. Yes, you, you control the, the vampire in it. He's oh, a massive sprite as well. It's weird. Because, like, Fright Night's like 1976 or something, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. isn't it early as fuck? Fright Night, 76. Is it not that, is no, it not no. that early? No. Or is it like 86? Ah, it's something like that, yeah. yeah. It's like, it might be 84, 85 or something like I've that. I've never seen it. Fright Night's really good. I, I think, think the remake. Like- is fucking great as well. What is the remake of Fright Night with Colin Farrell? With Colin Farrell, I think it's a it's a really it's a solid film. Mm-hmm. Fright Night's great. Is it as good as a remake of Total Recall or? Oh God, don't I, even. I feel like Tony <laughs> might like Fright Night just because I feel it's it's a similar tone to um, Lost Boys. Yeah, perhaps a bit more callback to like nineteen fifties sixties kind of shock at. Um, horror kind of to it yeah but I think the 80s it it a lot there's a lot of horror comedies that work so well like Return of the Dead and stuff where they like they use these tropes that were you know in the 70s yeah, and the 60s like the kind of change them around movies yeah and this the special effects are like that kind of re um, like kind of you know handmade sort of noise yeah. computer graphics it's I think it's worth Watch with don't watch the sequel. No, like you're talking about the remake, but there was a Fright Night. Oh yeah, Fright Night. Ah, oh, see. It's... Okay. Do you think John Carpenter is a little bit of a control freak? Uh, I mean, he he's... he's a bit like wrote the theme tune. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he puts he his, does put his name on the fucking in the title of like this John Carpenter's vampires. God, as well. I wonder why I would have argued not to put my name on the yeah. <laughs> same, with, same with Ghosts of Mars. Oh, I've heard how bad that is, but I've watched Vampire. Is that John Carpenter? Yeah, it's got Gary Sinese, I think. I but, think um, that's meant to be his worst film. It's pretty fucking bad. Like, I mean, Vampires is 
bad. I, it is really I, bad. I feel like I'd seen vampires before when I was younger. But fuck, it was bad. It really was bad. James Woods. So is he shit. a proper actor? Or is he like... Yeah, James Woods is a phenomenal <laughs> character. He was terrible. He's also a massive, massive racist. So. Oh, right. Oh, is he? he? Like, if you go on... Don't go... If you love James Woods, do not go on his Twitter. Okay. Man loves Donald Trump. Oh, hates God. brown people. He's the worst. But it, it had such a... Like, it was... It, it, it had potential. It was a similar sort of setting as Near Dark, I felt, you know, that kind of everything's orange and sandy. Yeah. Uh, but it had potential. That's where the similarities came. Yeah. <laughs> a band of vampire hunters, yeah, class. Where kind of, in a, which first I thought was a society where vampires are kind of more accepted, but yeah. But uh, then the, when they had that party with the titties everywhere and, <laughs> and none of the, the lasses with the titties knew about vampires, which I thought was weird. And then that fucker from Highlander, who wasn't actually the fucker yeah. from Highlander, rocks up. I thought it was him. Uh, he rocks up and just starts fucking popping skulls and that. Oh, it's a dreadful film. Do you know what How many things bo- I, I hate the most from memory of that? What's that? Is the music in that, which is really odd. Because yeah, I, I love, love John Carpenter's Carpenter music. music. I thought when I said John Carpenter's music, I was like, well, of course. He's done it's going to be awesome. But, but it's not synth-based, is it? No, it's, no, like, guitar, it's guitar, shit. Yeah. It's fucking shit. No, like, I was disappointed. Like, <laughs> blues guitar slides. Or yeah. How many... Here's a question for you. How many Baldwin brothers actually are there? It's a three. Four. Because there was another one in this that I'd never seen before. Billy, Stephen, Alec, and the one that doesn't act. Daniel. Daniel was the one that was in Vampires. He acts. I didn't know that. (laughs) He doesn't act very well. He He doesn't act very well. (laughs) No, he was absolutely terrible. He kept cauterizing his bite. He got bitten on the... the, did he get bitten? I got bitten on the arm or something like that, and he like got a lighter and fucking cauterized mm. it and melted his thingy. And then he later on he got bitten in the neck and he did the same thing with a barrel of a hot gun. Like he shot some rounds off the thing and went. That like is so painful. Rambo three where he cauterizes the wound in one yes. of the greatest scenes ever. How He's did he do it? with the Taliban and that, you know. Is he? Yeah. Is that the latest one? That no, we that's no. Rocky Air uh, Ramble for Rocky 7, Adrian's Manage Fire. I also thought the main vampire was a bit like Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau? Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau. He reminded us of him a little bit. Oh, hi, John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favourite director. <laughs> I did not bite her. I did not. <laughs> He actually managed to cut someone in half with his hand, that vampire. Mm, wow. He just like, went like that. And <sighs> That was a what classic was John Carpenter. Like? It was classic. Yeah. It looked like it could have been the same animatronics from the thing. Oh. It just went... Wow. Flopped. Well, that sounds good. Like a nice, nice, no, it was good. A nice fucking plasticine split. Yes. There was loads it and loads of... a man that looks like morph. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no. It was uh, shit loads of exposition as well, like just explaining fucking... The Jack Cruz, like but it was terribly done as well. It was like, I mean, you're a vampire hunter. You have been for 15 years. Do you remember that time? Like, <laughs> that remember that time you tried to use this on that vampire, but it didn't work. Don't use that again. Maybe one time it might work. You never know. Let's mm-hmm. save it for the next. That dialogue sounds like vamp- vampire hunter D. That anime. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, huh? You can't kill that because. Of- well, that's like Ulysses 31, isn't it? Uh, from the, from the last, just a little callback to episode 29. If you haven't listened to it yet, cartoons. I haven't. I've right never heard of that or seen it, and I really am going to watch the fucking one. theme tune, man. Oh, oh, it was good. Class. Searching for the Black Cross, walking in the daylight. That's what the idea of vampire uh, John Carpenter's vampires is. Mm. Well, find the Black Cross so they can walk in the daylight. Sounds Speaking like a Dan Brown kind of fucking piece of bollocks. A who? Dan Brown. Oh, the, um, off of the Da Vinci Code I'm yeah. surprised he hasn't you 
dabbled with vampires. Yeah. Speaking of Dan Brown, Daybreakers. Yeah. So I reviewed Daybreakers back in the day, and I'm a bit of a Daybreakers apologist because it's a fucking awful film. Mm. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I like the um, premise. I like the concept. yeah. It's got it's got some good lore. Yes. Yeah. Um. Just executed really poorly. It is, yeah. I, I also remember, and this is a bit off topic, but when we, when I watched it, me and my girlfriend had had a massive row. <laughs> and we watched it just in a huff. And it's kind of like, we should like, probably turn this off at shit. But I was like, I'm not turning this off. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I watch this. You yeah. hate watch Daybreakers. I mean, most Ethan Hawke films you can hate, hate watch. like, But I, I don't know, like... From what I remember of, of Daybreakers, I chose not to rewatch it for the uh, podcast because mm-hmm. fuck that. Um, <laughs> yeah, memories are sometimes better. I mean, the, the, yeah. the premise of vampires like rule the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're running short on food, which is like humans. It's which like have, only... they have like blood bank things. Well, the, the, the humans are farmed and like harvested, which was a really horrendous scene because yeah. they were all it was a bit like the Matrix, all in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had this big thing hooked up that are um, private parts. Which I presume is to something sort of piss and shit, and most of the women were like pregnant and like they looked as though they'd been pregnant and given birth like dozens of times. And, yeah, oh, it was well, a, that was horrendous. Like it was horrible. To that's a powerful scene. I think yeah. that's a, the strength of the film. Because Ethan Hawke is he's trying to come up with a like a synthesized blood yes. replacement, and there's a scene where he's testing it on someone and. The vampire like proper explodes, which is kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I remember totally pops. He goes because like, he he starts kind of bubbling up, and they put a inject him with something to calm him down again. He goes, oh, and then he explodes, and it's like oh, didn't expect it. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> There's like five percent of human race remains, or something like that, on the planet. Once the the vampires don't eat, if they don't eat for too long, they turn into this like v- like feral version of a vampire, Rabbit, which is yeah. like got big wings and are, are totally fucking insane. Yeah, they can't control themselves. But it's got this real, really contrived concept where Willem Dafoe rocks up and he's like an ex-vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned back into a human by crashing his car. And when he crashed out the front window, he set a light because it was day that daytime. Uh-huh. So he burned for like a, about five seconds and landed in a river. And when he came to again, he was a human. Uh-huh. So that's the concept. If you if you set a light for a bit, then you become human. Why the fuck wouldn't you just? Do that, but this is the thing. This is what like Ethan Hawke does. It he goes in this big canister thing, and he becomes human again, and and they're trying to tell everyone that oh look, you've got to be human. You can do it. You can, you can be human. But then they all start. Oh, and then no. Then what happens is, um, Willem Dafoe gets bitten by Ethan Hawke's brother. Spoilers, by the way, guys. Gets it. You're never gonna watch it. Bitten by Ethan Hawke's brother, and then Ethan Hawke's brother turns into a human. So the blood is actually the the blood of the people who've turned from a vampire into human. Causes the vampires to turn into humans. Right. It like cures the fucking disease. So it's it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> nah, that's the that concept. Like, it's knocking, scratching. But yeah, then I watched. Oh, Sam Neill was in it, and his death was pretty sweet. He just got torn the fuck apart by lots of vampires. Mm-hmm. Which you know, fuck you. He was the bad guy, by the way. Yeah, watch it, or just listen to the podcast, and you feel like you've watched it. <laughs> Stakeland was another one I watched. Oh god, oh, yeah. There's a Stakeland too, which I haven't watched. I might watch over, over is it even worse? Yep. So Stakeland it's is too low budget, I think. Yeah, but it's kind of like a Walking Dead, yeah. like a Walking Dead vampire sort of thing, which I'm surprised there isn't a TV series that's been made. So unless there is. It was fucking mad hyped. Absolutely mad Stakeland. hyped Stakeland, yeah. And I uh, yeah. yeah. It's got no one in it. 
was no it was because it, like it, it, it was an independent film. Oh, okay, you can tell it's like low budget. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember watching it when it was hyped and just being like, "Fucking hell, what the fuck was this hype?" Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it's impressive because I think it was super low budget, mm-hmm. and it's kind of impressive for what it was made for. But that's literally the reason that it was hyped was because we're like, "Like, look what they did." I guess like Pontypool. It's, I think it was around came out around the same time when Pontypool was really hyped uh-huh. which was you like mean, a zombie movie but it has the vampires that are like mindless and decomposed like uh, what they're called I zombies. Am Legend a bit more yeah because like, yeah. the I Am Legend boogie put garlic and stuff so it, mm-hmm. it's kind of um, vampire sort of legend change it's, it's another because there is a few different in all these movies and games and stuff there's a few different types of vampires there's like the really elegant sort of yeah like what's his name from interview with a vampire that sort of looks after himself and then you've got the ones that are just totally like rabid and yeah. can't control themselves and these ones like I say are like almost like zombies really yeah. just, they've got no self control and well that comedy you like kind of plays up on that doesn't it um, what, uh, what, what, what we, we do in the shadows, shadows in what way remind me sorry because there's different each of the vampires are different um, types of yeah. archetypes, yeah. Uh, so there's uh, like the Nosferatu yeah, one. Sorry, that's and... right. That is right. Yeah. I didn't find that never film comes... at all, by the way. Did Fuck you not? It's fantastic. I just didn't find any of it funny. Werewolves. I, I thought werewolves. it was. It... <laughs> he was the best character in it. Like yeah. him and him and his his tribe were the best in it. I don't know. I I, I did enjoy it. I I expected it to be a lot funnier. But it was that sort of subtle humour where yeah, it's that New Zealand humour in it. Like, yeah, if you like, if you like that, like um, flight of the Concords and stuff. I think flight of the Concords is a lot the, funnier. Trying to get invited into the club is just yeah. the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I, I enjoyed it. I was in the wrong mood. I don't know. I just, <laughs> no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I agree. I, I thought it would be a lot funnier, and at the end, I was left thinking, "Ah, oh, it was all right." But yeah, I, I still enjoyed the the concept of it and. The way it was put together, and I, I like the look of it and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think it was. Um, I don't know. I I, I was left thinking. I, I wish it was a bit funnier. Mm. I do like. I thought. Um, is it Reese the werewolf guy? Is yeah, it Reece, he's, 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 he's he can't do any wrong as far as I'm concerned. Like he's fucking hilarious. Uh, you blood sucking son of a bitch. Yes, it's true. One night. I went to bed and I was quite happy falling asleep, remembering the time when there were four of us. Maybe I started to dream there were four of us running down a hill, a field full of flowers. It was spring, trees dressed in blossom. Tap, tap, tap. What's that? I wake up out of my dream. Tap, tap. It's something at the window. There I am in the dark room, absolutely crapping it. Tap, tap, tap. There's something at the window, something at the window that's woken me up. And it insists that I respond. I get up, I walk across the dark room, and I pull back the curtains. And there in the mist, at my Victorian sash window, is Gary Newman. Remember me? Yeah, you're Gary Newman. Remember when I was a big star? Yes, I remember when you were a big star. You did that one, Cars. Didn't you? It was alright, that. 
Yes, that was me. Yes, that was you. But what do you want? Let me in. Why do you want me to let you in? Let me in. Why do you want me to let you in, you bloody freak? Bugger off. I'm going to call community police. Yeah. And they'll have it. What's this? You're doing the Asbo net, eh? Is that what it is? Gary Newman doing his Asbo in the middle of the night, eh? Anyway, I suppose we all feel like that sometimes. Tapping at the window, hoping that someone will pull back the curtains and see us there, that we can communicate somehow what we need in life, what we want, what we need, what what we need, and that they'll listen, that they'll understand, that they'll turn the latch and let us in. Then what? Will we feel accepted? Will we feel understood? Are we the vampire? Are we Gary Newman? What about one of the classic ones, Bram Stoker's Dracula, with... Um, what's his big Gary Oldman big big Moe's brother you know Gary Oldman is younger than Gary Newman oh really yeah. nice um, I act fucking awful Francis Ford Coppola fuck man it's a bad film is that do you um, think that's one of the most parodied films going like the amount the of films um, yeah <laughs> like the Simpsons did with the the oh, shadow yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. there's loads that have just like parodied that film and done like spoofs and stuff the, the, but it's a fucking spoof itself <laughs> like it, you know it's so bad what's that guy called um, Leslie Nielsen what was his vampire film that was basically uh, Dead Loving It it's a spoof of that wasn't yeah, it really? yeah. well you know when it it was hyped I remember when it was hyped and I've never watched it which is odd it, it was hyped as like we're finally going to get the book translated in its like entirely yeah. not changed it's going to be the book in a film and it was round about the same time as was it Silence of the Lambs it, did it win an Oscar or something so it was like a really big budget horror film Bram Stoker's Dracula so they'd hide quite a lot of money at it so it was like one of the first times where that was kind of a thing yeah but when I seen the design I just didn't do any I just didn't want to watch it it's so poor I always I used to get it confused with um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein but that was another <laughs> thing because they said the same yeah, thing yeah. about that oh it's going to be stick to the book is that one with Robert De Niro yeah kind of Brana isn't it who Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, he did. Aye. Yeah, and he's in it. He plays Victor. It's yeah, I think it's Frankenstein. I've got Robert De Niro <laughs> is. Uh... Did you see that at the Theatre Royal? Oh, no, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, no, it was class. Oh, oh fuck! Ross Noble was there. Uh, Eagle. Yeah, good really. Class, mm-hmm. That would be pretty good. I've never heard of the guy who played Frankenstein. Was he good? Yeah, it was really funny. He stabbed his leg and put his leg with a fork. Man, yeah. fucking hell, that's one of the funniest things. Van Helsing was in Bram Stoker's Dracula, oh. wasn't he? Oh, oh what his standalone film starring Hugh Jackman? Huge ass man. <laughs> is uh, that a shit that film? Just I've horrible. never seen it. I would imagine that shit. Yeah, put her. And another one that um, <laughs> that's always about that. Another one that I, I kind of 
for some reason I've watched all of them. I went through like a phase of watching all the, all the films. There's loads of them. Underworld films. Never seen one of them. No, no I've never I've seen some, them. Somehow seen them all apart from the latest one, I think. I thought they were werewolf films. They're fake. The, the props. There's a, a link, like, some of the fight together, some of them, and there's like a hybrid one of the. There's a, a vampire who's fucked a, a werewolf and they've made this hybrid one. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Isn't that played by, like, Luke Goss or something like that in the film? From one Boss? Aye, from no, Boss. that happens in um, Blade. Three or two, oh, he's right. the body in it because okay. it was like, Oh, he's gonna make his career, yeah, yeah, he did well, didn't Ryan he? Ryan Reynolds, mm. Nightwatch, uh, yeah, good Russian. Now, did they ever make Nightwatch the second one? Daywatch, Day Day yes, I've got the books there, I'm never read. Daywatch was a was pish. Is that the one where he drives, she drives the car around the side of the building on the outside of the building? I'm cool. sure that was because the special effects, I remember the special effects in those films were fucking spectacular, like totally over the top. Nightwatch is mint. Yeah, I watched it. I went to the pictures. I think I fell asleep towards the end of it, watching it. The pictures actually with oh, where they're just side. arguing over the Ben for ages. I know, I was asleep. <laughs> just, I feel like the end of that film is about forty-five minutes of them standing on a roof arguing <coughs> over a child. Is it uh, all subtitled? No, no, I think it was Russian production, but it's in English. All oh, right, okay. That's one. It's on Netflix. I'm going to watch again because it's a, it's been years since I saw, I saw it when it came out. Yeah, I loved it. I had the DVD. DVD. <laughs> Blade, we mentioned it before. Yeah. I love the first Blade. Yeah, Blade. I, I think Blade Two is great as well. Mm. I think Blade Two is slightly better. Yeah, it, it's it's Ron Perlman's in it, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's Guillermo del Toro. Toro. That's what I was. What about. happened to the body in the first Blade? He, I never see him in anything. I can't remember who it is. He yeah, cool hair. Chris, was it Chris, not Chris Christopherson? Was it? I'm sure it was. Um, it's called Chris something. Can you picture him? Do you remember what he looked like? Yeah. Yeah, like a really young looking guy. But he, I never seen him in anything else since that. Really, the third one was pretty good. Well, it's nice to see the worst CGI of all time, hasn't it? Because I've never went back. Oh just, fuck, man! Like it's, it's, if, you, if you Google worst CGI of all time, it is, it is him. It is uh, Blade Three. It's fucking dreadful. It's got um, Ryan Reynolds. No, really. Yeah, it's a, he's a Marvel character, Blade. Is he? Oh, apparently. I never knew that because they made like Blade and Spawn mm. they made films of uh, them mm. and they were like comic book movies that people don't associate as comic book movies apparently he was born just as his mother died from a vampire bite uh, so he has all the strengths of a vampire but none of the weaknesses mm-hmm. he's a daywalker damper he's a bloody wanker Twilight nope skip it okay interview with a vampire stroke queen of the damned Oh, well, she's dead. She died. Died in a plane died crash. crash. So did Lisa Left Eye, which no, she uh, died in a car crash. Car crash, yeah. There's on, actually footage of, of that Hawaii. just before yeah, the yeah. crash, which is kind of harrowing. But uh, the reason I say that is because Anne Rice, Anne Rice, Anne Rice, Challenge Annika, yeah, Challenge Anne Rice. I used to love Interview with a Vampire. Well, they're called. I think are they called the Vampire Diaries? Or they call oh, the Vampire Chronicles. Chronicles. The books. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think in- Interview with the Vampire is good. It's probably one of the worst Keanu performances. He's not in it. No, he's the Brad Stuckler. He's a Brad Stuckler. It's, it's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. And who's the interview? Who's the guy who interviews oh, them? Christian Slater. Oh, Christian oh, Slater. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go back. <laughs> and I think that's why I get them mixed up. Because, yeah. yeah. I get those films mixed up in my head. That's the problem. Mm. Because I think I probably saw them around the same time. Mm. They're aesthetically similar, 
We've got the same shirts. Yeah, the fluffy <laughs> shirt from Seinfeld. They've got the puffy shirt. I don't shirts. want to be a pirate. Yeah. And um, the fucking yeah, and I think I've, I I really do get those films mixed up, but I feel like I like I have seen Interview with a Vampire more recently, and I enjoy it. Hmm. They lament a lot more about being vampires. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the good old perfect. days when I was in the eighteen sixties. Then he finds him eating rats. Yeah, when he's like uh, left for dead. I, f- I would. F- have you ever seen Queen of the Damned? Nope. No. I've heard it's balls. Yeah. It's pre- yeah. I've heard it's... Because isn't it... Is, pre- is Queen of the Damned the sequel or something? Or has it got a sequel? I feel like it's related to another property that... And everyone's like, what the fuck's this noise? I don't know. Mm. I've never seen it, but... Um, I have to do the Google. I watched a little bit of footage of it, and I'll... Uh, Looks good in it. So I would feel a little bit bad if we didn't just quickly touch on t- on 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 uh, Twilight because Kelly did mention it. Okay. Uh, just very very briefly. Um, the running through the trees in the first film is one of the worst examples of modern CGI. Okay. <laughs> I also feel these films are not aimed at me. No. No. There are two. I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of weird completionism. And me too. Two of them are okay. Mm-hmm. Breaking Dawn Part Two and Eclipse are okay. Rest of them pish. How many is there? Five, four. There's one eclipse. of numbers. Yeah, there's the last two. Twilight. Split. The last one was split. It's split into two, two right. so I think there's four. Okay. I went to the pictures to see certainly the last two, and I've never been angrier than I have at the end of that film. Uh, I was absolutely furious. Can you remember they had? They, it was on like every ten minutes mm-hmm. for like three days at the Odeon because mm-hmm. and it's unsold out because uh, people want fucking hamper it. I think. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Michael Sheen. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious in those films. I see the clip. Yeah. He's playing like basically the Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah, yeah. thing, isn't he? He's, but he's he's really like he he makes that he, he he steals the screen every time he's on. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Cracker. I didn't like it. Yeah, Did you not? I think I feel like Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez are the two most overrated okay. uh, directors of all time. Okay. I think like like as a pair, I think they are. They come from, we'll mention them again, this Harvey Weinstein, bred, uh, really fucking macho uh, 90s Hollywood that I really don't like. Okay. And uh, I enjoy From Dust Till Dawn, but it's got some really fucking weird suggestions towards children in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julia Lewis. Would you do me a favour and eat my pussy for yeah. me? Um, and then there's the fucking weird... I just... Uh, it's just... it's It's got like fucking... Strip teasers and stuff in it. It's just not. It's not anything that I take from films. No, it's, I hate it too. Clooney's fucking. Mag- <laughs> Clooney's Clooney's magnificent in it. Though. Yeah. Inspired a whole generation of tattoos that uh, tattooed. Well, the oh, tribal God, tattoo yeah. that big embarrassing. Did right up the neck. Oh fuck. Neighbor the neck. Um, Quentin Tarantino's good in it as well. He's good because yeah. it's not. It's, he's good in it because it's not his film. Yeah. Thirty Days a Night. Great film. Yeah. yeah. Really R.I.P. Josh Hartnett. He's not dead, but his career is. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He's not he was in Penny either. Dreadful, apparently. Oh, okay, the series. Yeah. The last it's in that, I don't like her. But, um, like, he, thank God, stunted any Sin City sequels. Because uh, this kind of crafted the rest of the Sin City franchise around him. Oh, right. That okay. fucking five seconds of the lift mm. at the end of Sin City 1. And then he was like, nah, I don't give a fuck about acting anymore. Yeah. What does he um, do now? Anything? He's in Penny. He's in like he's, he, he's like bit parts in TV shows. He quit acting for a long time, and then I think he's recently restarted. Probably running out of cash. I thought that uh, those vampires are fucking terrifying. Yeah, like, they've got what's like black he, eyes. What's he, is he called? 
Marlow, the main vampire, is fucking he's 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 well. evil. Just Isn't he the one evil. that knocks his jaw off? Him, yeah. Something horrible like that. There's a bit in that where they're cowering in the um, houses uh-huh. and the camera just goes over the top. And you can see they're like feeding in the, in the snow in the dark. It's uh-huh. just fucking really claustrophobic, and it, it nails it. I, I think the soundtrack's that, amazing as well, isn't it? Yeah, they, they made a comic sequel, I think, to Thirty Days of Night, which I own, really? but I don't think I've ever read. There's I a doubt. film, a sequel. Is there? Yeah, I, Thirty-One Terry, Days of Night. <laughs> Terry's seen it. Um, he could get in touch with the show if he wants yeah, to. I know what you think. No. But um, yeah, I think I think Thirty Days a Night is fucking fantastic. It might just be because it came out exactly at the time that I was the age to have seen Thirty mm. Days of Night. Aye. There's one one bit in it as well when I think someone's trying to run away and a vampire quickly goes past and like breaks their leg or something and it's or slaps snaps the hamstring. Uh, the, the what's it called? Achilles uh, heels. Yeah. Something like that and stops. Oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good film. We mentioned briefly Buffy. Buffy TV show and movie? Uh, the TV show is my everything and it is, is it? my Bible and will watch for the rest movie. of my life. It is fucking phenomenal. It's really good. Again, RIP Joss Whedon's career. Um, <laughs> but the TV, the movie's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why mm-hmm. he stepped back and was like, yeah, maybe. Like, I think he, obviously it was his, he was fucking desperate to make Buffy in a, whatever he wanted to make Buffy into. Did he direct a film like, did he? No, I think he wrote it. Okay. But he got the opportunity to make the film and he's like, yeah, I'll make the film and then immediately stepped back and was like, no, that was wrong. We need to do it again. And obviously completely changed it. Obviously, Christy Swanson is similar physically to Sarah Michelle Gellar, but when it comes to the way that the character acts, it's so fucking different. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Buffy TV show is one of my favourite things in the world. And I probably, I watch it through once a year. Wow. Yeah, I fucking love it. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah. I never really, I never really got into it. I know my nah. brother's uh, girlfriend; she absolutely loved it, but never something I got into. It's, it's, it's like I mean, it's just so fucking well written and yeah. so well directed, and some of the most impacting episodes of uh, TV, like the musical one, the musical one, the on the complete opposite, the one where there's no dialogue, oh, hush, right. which is fucking incredible. There's um one that's got no music. Which is just like a really emotional, family-driven episode that hasn't got any like fucking uh, non-diegetic music. Yeah, it's fucking, it's really. So a lot of programs do that these days. Like uh, they have like the musical episode and stuff. Like the Flash had a musical mm-hmm. episode last series and stuff. It's like they set off a lot of tropes, didn't they? Yeah, really? yeah he like that's it's all him. It's all him. Yeah. What about like Hammer Horror Universal ones? Like who who uh, owns Dra- uh, Vampire Dracula? Is it Universal? Is he one of them? Yeah, he's super. Part of the well, they were trying to bring it back with that old dark universe. Oh, dark yeah. universe thing. Have you seen the mummy? No, <laughs> it's not for me. That sort of thing. Turn it off like forty minutes in. Pretty bad. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Yeah, running a lot like yours. Yeah, best. but it's got like the the, the half set of the universe because they've got uh, Russell Crowe is in it as Doctor Jekyll. Really? Yeah, like he opens the film. Right, okay. I'm Doctor Jekyll. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> the, um, I mean Bela Lugosi, iconic. Dracula, I believe, got buried in his Dracula costume. Yeah. I'll tell you. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolute banner. Then you've got the big man, Christopher Lee. Uh-huh. Rocked out that Dracula. But he he was very much the... Uh, Christopher. The image of Christopher Lee is that classic, like, blood dripping down the... Uh, Fine, the yeah. jowls. Kind of classic. <laughs> Whereas Bela Lugosi is a bit more human monster. Like, the granddad of the monsters. Yeah. Well, he done that hand trick thing, didn't he? Yeah. What's that film? Um... 
Ed Wood. Aye. Yeah. In Ed Wood, he plays like. Was that his last film? No, I, I meant Ed Wood, the, the Johnny Depp. Is it Tim Burton's? Oh, I'm thinking of Vincent Price in Edward's hands. That's what. I'm oh, thinking I see. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a great performance of him, like at the end of his career and how, how he's like shown Edwards talking about why he wanted him to work with him and he's like bringing back. He's that's is, is Edward Edward's about Plan Nine. Yes, it, well, it, it's it's the guy who made Plan Nine. Anyway. It the story makes Glen or Glenda the uh, yeah the sex change type the film gender swap comedy. Uh, but Bill Murray's in that film as well. Shame it's Tim Burton. <laughs> it's one of, I think it's... It's probably... His best film, because... It's his only good one. No, Mars Attacks. But, um, let's not. Let's just plough on with this. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't made a vampire film, so let's skip Tim Burton. <laughs> Light Force, has anyone saw that? Yeah. With Tor Pooper. Yeah, Tor Pooper. Planet of the Vampires or something it's called. Like, essentially, it's it's nice if you want to say boobies. Oh, I do. The, the vampire's from a different planet. That's... I think it might be on uh, Netflix. I'll be checking. Oh, is it? I'll be adding that right now. Uh, Kronos, which is kind of it's Del Toro's kind of first film. It's a box, so it may not be like the vampiric legend that we're talking about, but it's still about like time. Yeah, in memoriam. Yeah, Kronos is a great film. It is. I I love uh, Perlman Glass Vamp. Has anyone saw that with Fair? It's an 80s film with Grace Jones in. Oh, um, no, no, it's hell. From my memory, when I watched it, it was on Movie Drum. It, the colours in it are very, like... That's what's good about it. It's got some, like, goofy effects and stuff. It's, uh-huh. it's, it is what it is. The Hunger with David Bowie. That's yeah. the Tony Scott oh, movie. Right, right, yes. okay. Which I thought was powerful. Which is odd, because I hate Tony Scott's movies, as a rule. So I don't know... If I was just mm. in the right mood, shall we say. I watched a lot of films in the right mood. R.I.P. Tony Scott, actually. Yeah. Oh, just as good. Oh, of course. And lastly, Sal- Salem's Lot, which I'd never oh, seen. Yeah. Okay. And I re- I watched it with I thought it was Witches? No. 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 <laughs> no. It, no. It's three hours long. That's because Salem is where all the trials were, isn't it? So I just assumed it was it's, um, The only ones I would like to mention are Byzantium. Which mm-hmm. is a modern mm. uh, stars Gemma Arterton, I oh, believe. Really? Uh, I think it's set in Brighton, right. or it's set in like a seaside town, maybe like Eastbourne or somewhere. And it's like it's a kind of it's the type of vampire film I love, which is just normal humans struggling to be a vampire, mm-hmm. uh, and it's fucking great. And you should check that out if you can. Um, Stoker, which is kind of a kind of a vampire film, it's oh yes, of course, contains uh, some of the vampire mythos, but never explicitly says the word vampires. Mm-hmm. It's just this fucking creepy dude, uh, and obviously lesbian vampire killers. Of course, <laughs> oh, of course, starring, the high uh, one. That's with um, starring James Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, dreadful film. But yeah, Byzantium, I think, is a really fucking because it was only Lovers Left Alive came out, uh, which was another kind of modern arty. Uh, vampire film but I didn't particularly like that much who directed that again I can't remember who did you know Ghost Dog who directed that again what's he called Uh, Forrest Whitaker no fuck man you really because he's made a vampire movie you've pushed me you've pushed me back (laughs) you've pushed me too far man yeah what's he fucking called he's got like a super cool name yeah I really fucking love him he made like Broken Flowers and Mm -hmm. uh, oh fuck because he's just recently made a vampire movie with Tilda Swinton and, and, and stuff and I haven't seen it. Oh, I think it might be him. I think it's got uh, your man in as well. Uh, Loki from 
Tom Huddleston. Tom Huddleston. All right. Huddleston. And Tilda Swinton. Okay. It's them two. What the I think is it is called? that, yeah. Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is yeah. Jim Jarmusch. And it's weird because it's kind of like... And it's like an art rock film. Like mm-hmm. it's like Tom Huddleston's character is almost fucking uh, Jim Morrison. Oh, like, yeah. Sits and plays a fucking nice guitar a lot. And, but yeah, I think Byzantium's uh, a really great modern vampire film. So now Tom can do his. Okay, then, let's take a break. Okay, then. <laughs> so that's all of the vampire films that we want to mention. That's all of the vampire films. <laughs> Every single one of them. We from chimpanzee North... to chimpanzee. Nosferatu. Or uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, Nosferatu isn't shit. Nosferatu is great. Never as seen. is the Werner Herzog film based on uh, the making of Nosferatu starring Willem Dafoe. Well, we'll do a Nosferatu special. Oh, good. You can get dressed up. Well, right. let we're not. Sferatu. Oh, am I wrong? <laughs> yes, what we're going to do is now, We what we're going to do is now, is we're going to take another quick break of uh, about 30 seconds, and then we're going to come back and reconvene and talk about vampire games oh, for baby. no longer than 60 minutes. Awesome. We're going to plough through it. Boom, bam, 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 pew, 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 like that. Is that shirt purple? <laughs> he asks Ross. No. Uh, it just looks exactly the same as the shirt that I was wearing today. There you go. It might be. I've been going for any stuff. I know. Mitch, when you get home, check. <laughs> it's text. Is my shirt? Is my purple shirt in the house? My shirt will purp. Shirt will purp. So yes, this is just a quick reminder that you are listening to. Oh, it's good that. Just click the mouse drag right? pad, please. Oh, well, that's really oh. near your feet. Click it again. Like, press it. That's a fucking great soundtrack, that. Was that the crack scene? Yeah. yeah. What's scary about it? A fuck? <laughs> I mean, is it not like zombie ish, like bits of a person? Yeah, yeah. It might be a um, diabetic. Get bad with this. A diabetic foot yeah. or um. Gonna play some Night Hunter. Gonna sing a song about Night Hunter. When you think we're gonna do some Night Hunting? You have to read all that. I'm gonna hunt the shit out of you. My honor is to obey my stuff. Winnings to all the cool crackers.